As you know, the On Farm podcast is brought to you by the team at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. And I just wanted to remind you about a new initiative that's happening here called On Record. On Record is a project to preserve voices, stories and memories for the future with your very own audio recording. So we're recording memories of rural life. We're travelling around Scotland, working with families and organisations to capture precious voices of family members or staff members or long-serving office bearers to preserve those for posterity and sometimes for historical value. So if you think this project is something that you'd like to be involved in and maybe you have a grandparent or a parent that you'd like to capture on audio while you can, please do get in touch. You can find out more at onrecordmemories.co.uk. Cool. Ready to go? Yep. Hi, it's Monty here, and I'm joined with two very. Spe- I'm joined by two very special guests for this. Start episode. again, Monty. Start Hi. again. Hi, it's Monty here for this episode of On Farm, and I'm joined by two very special guests. I would say that because they're my colleagues. I've got Anna. Hi, Monty. And I've got Dave. Hello, Monty. Hello, Anna. Hi. This is our sort of last episode of the year, 2022. We're looking back on how the year has been. We're looking forward, very important to look forward um, to 2023. And also, we're going to, I think we ought to be able to slap ourselves on the back a little bit and say congrats because at the very beginning of 2023, we will be able to celebrate three years of podcasting. And Dave, you know much more about this sector than we do in terms of how other podcasts perform and survive, etc. But I'm sure you've told me before that not many make it past their first birthday, never mind to three. There's something called, there's a phenomenon called pod fade, Monty, which is a sort of a jargony word, but it basically means people giving up after a while. And most podcasts... I feel like giving up. You feel like, no, you don't, don't lie. It's the highlight of your week. How dare you? Most podcasts... They say, I'm not sure there's hard and fast stats to this, but most podcasts only last sort of five or six episodes. So for us to be still here three years in, you know, with the two of you and supported friends and colleagues really banging the drum for rural Scotland and for the businesses that are supported across rural Scotland, I think you should you should pat yourselves on the back. You've you've done a you're, you're do, you are doing and are continuing to do absolutely brilliant work. We should be having a Christmas party, shouldn't we, to celebrate or a birthday party? No, that that yeah, pod fade. Gosh, that sounds like an affliction that nobody really wants to suffer from. <laughs> but um, at least at least there's little we blue tablets not... you can take for it. I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. steady. <laughs> But at least we, none of us are suffering from that affliction. And, um, or pod fade. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What did I let myself in for? Do we need to start again? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're fine. Plow you're on, fine, plow on. The magic editor will sort yeah, this Dave out. Yeah, Dave can edit the bits out. Um, it's tough, isn't it, at times? It's tough being organised to know what's coming next. It's tough herding all of the people, excuse the pun, seen and heard, herding all of the people that we need to herd and getting them available at the right time on the right day to talk to us either in person or through through the computer. So it's not without its challenges, but I think when you get some of the feedback that we get from people, both people who've taken part, um, but also listeners, it makes it worthwhile. And that's kind of why we set 
out to do this in the first place. It's to tell real and in most cases positive, but not always positive, um, but real stories about what's happening in rural Scotland. Well, wasn't it nice in 2022 to get back out and about onto farms? Yeah. We, we called, we say this a lot, but we called the podcast on farm because we wanted to be just that on people's farms. Yeah. And obviously, you know, we set up just before the lockdown and, and lots of our episodes have been recorded over remote podcasting tools. Yeah. Um, a while we could have been called on zoom couldn't oh, we? Right. on the internet <laughs> yes. um but i'm just looking back at some of the older episodes now you went yeah. up to aberdeenshire didn't you oh Anna? my god just i was just going to say that because you was talking about getting out and about i had and, and it sounds really really awful because i was on my own and yeah i had the best road trip because sometimes it's nice to take a road trip on your own the best road trip up north um i met two um organic farmers, members of SOPA, Michael Medlock and Callum Clark, who are both such nice guys, such interesting stories to tell about beef, sheep, chickens, ducks, all the things they farm. Oh, my word. So these chickens are a lot slower growing than you would get on the supermarket shelf. Yes. So we keep them inside. And it's lovely and cosy. Yeah. They've got so much space. Kind of a happy life, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the idea is, you know, we want the chicken to have a, as wholesome a life as possible. Mm-hmm. These cows are going into that dunes and they're foraging and marking it work and it's growing and it's a habitat for animals and everything. These cows are paying for us. They're working for us mm-hmm. as well. They're part of the team and uh, these calves are coming to... In, producing the goods like these coos are producing the goods for us i chose amazing weather for it i'd never been that far north on the aberdeenshire coast before way up beyond peterhead stunning stunning weather i managed to sea swim in my undies actually but i was miles from anywhere anywhere and there was nobody around and oh it was it was brilliant and as you said dave it was so nice to actually meet people face to face i got to you know hold the ducklings and actually see what happens and day-to-day life on their farms and I do think I think we I think we did an admirable job if I say so myself during lockdown but I do think that you can tell better stories if you're meeting these people face to face you know you talk about going out and about and I think live you know and and actually tillage live was is a bit kind of niche you know going, going to kick tires and look at machines and what have you I felt a it, bit out of my depth at yeah. tillage live Monty <laughs> to be honest we, we had a laugh Dave we had, we we did, had a good laugh did. to be fair if we're down at 20-30 mil it's cold dark horrible yeah. unmoved yeah. soil it's, it, it's, it's going to use all its yep. vigour yep. that's why it's got to be bang on the same with the closing the same with parting the trash that's why you've got all these air systems in here it's all controlled in the cap because you need that tech to get it right Mm. so plowing is a pastime now plowing is a sport for a saturday this is is what the professionals are all about (laughs) it was a live event it was nice to be out and about um just rewinding slightly what anna said there about um how it can be kind of hard sometimes to get something you know put in place for every week. I, I must say that one of the things that's 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 really standing out for me from this kind of past year has been Gillespie McAndrew coming on board as sponsors. Um, yeah, but one of the things, yeah, and, and, I, and I say this to them, but I'll say it on the pod, 
one of the things that really makes it hard for me is I keep saying to them, right, okay, the plan, the plan for the next three episodes, four episodes or whatever is X, Y, and Z. We'll be there. We'll be doing this. And you know what? Life keeps coming at us, doesn't it? You know, things keep changing. We just keep, oh, we must do that instead, or this has come up. It makes it more challenging, but I think it makes it more interesting sometimes. Yeah, and they know that, and they've been very understanding of it. And and I think I think you're right. Sometimes an issue comes up, or something is on a specific date, and you've just got to cover that. And again, that that as you said, Monty, it's a juggling act, but the show always comes together in the end, I suppose. Yeah. Sometimes it's a challenge, and I think sometimes I, I do take my hat off to Dave when things change at the last minute, or Dave's got to pull something together or an edit from a recording on a Thursday. Um, can I can I tell you my favourite thing that we did? Well, I did, I have to say. It was me. It was all me. Um, I, I got to go to Lewis. You did. You're lucky. Yeah, absolutely. To go and see Donald McSween. And didn't he have rip into me because I right royally peed him off. Um, I suggested, I had the temerity to suggest to Donald that where he lives is isolated and rural and a bit out of the way. And he quite rightly told me. Who no. do you think? Remote. Who, who do you think? Is that you used the word you remote, used? Dave. Remote. 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 Yeah, he said, yes. who, well, let's just listen to the clip. For the last 40, 50 years, they've been putting facilities in place that are that are, uh, you know, fantastic. And you think some of that comes from being such a, such an isolated rural cut-off place? You just have to do these things whoa, for yourself. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're throwing words out there. What are we cut off from? What are we isolated from? At least you didn't use the word remote. But you, you tell me. What, what am I isolated from? I'm not alone. I know, 90% of the people within a two, three-mile radius. There you go. That's me getting myself torn a new one. But quite rightly, uh, absolutely quite rightly, for um, for suggesting that people who live in far-flung places don't have community or, uh, yeah. you know, people around. Of course, that's not what I meant, but he was quite right to pick me up on it as well. No, no. And I suppose I'd, I wouldn't even know, actually, what the, the official dictionary definition of remote is. But to me, it, it, it kind of <laughs> means... The, the far northwest means, corner of the Western Isles. It means far yeah. away. And, don't go um, there. Uh, <laughs> no, no, wait, don't, 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 don't go there. I, do not go there. Sorry. Do no. go there. I've been there, there on my yeah. holidays and I didn't yeah. feel remote and actually um what i did feel when i was there was you can feel the amazing sense of community actually that they have so um probably stronger than in in many areas that are like urban because absolutely you know yeah. it's um rural scotland is renowned for the strength of community and i suppose wherever you go it's it's evident isn't it really but yes i mean I suppose that you know that I did see there was a bit of a Twitter storm about that that the use of that word, Dave. But and I don't know whether I should be glad or sad that that that's the only time we've created a, t- a Twitter storm. Right. Because Fair we've play actually, to Donald. He could have um, left me high and dry, but there were a few people who were quite angry with me, and Donald pitched in and said it was all light-hearted. Don't worry. Yes. And, he, and he managed yeah. to calm <laughs> some of the more angry tweeters. Um, but yeah, we've, we, we're pretty good at not we've, attracting angry tweeters yes, for the most part. Yes, we've never upset anybody before or since. So, steady, um, steady, steady, steady. That, that's good. But, um, but I, it does make me wonder, though, whether um, maybe does that mean that we're not 
addressing enough potentially controversial topics? Should we be talking about things that are potentially a little bit more divisive well, just because they deserve to be debated yeah i mean i think we do i i don't think we i don't think we we, we shy away from 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 you know the the more contentious issues i just think that from our point of view as as own farm and as the presenters anything about you know that was controversial shouldn't really be directed at us we're just trying to you know to to to, to bring these issues to the to the fore I hope that, you know, I can play the daft laddie, for example, and, and probably sometimes I'm the daft laddie, but, you know, ask the questions, um, get the answers and, and, and tell the story. It doesn't, I, I don't like to think that we are courting controversy or otherwise. No, no. And in fact, uh, as Dave highlighted with his trip to Lewis, we're often, all of us, learning something new on this podcast. Absolutely. You know, I'm a horse owner as are you, Monty. But I think it's fair to say that neither of us really knew very much about equine grass sickness. And we did two episodes on that, I think actually the year before last. But we're coming back in 2023, early in 2023, with an update. Now, I learned a huge amount just in the 45 minutes it took to record that episode. And and I find that really valuable to learn something. And I hope that sometimes our listeners are able to learn something from the experts that we have on as well. Knowledge transfer. Is that what they oh, call yes. it? Oh, yes. Very <laughs> official. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose as long as we're the conduit, because I ain't got very much knowledge to transfer. But if we can, <laughs> if we can be a siphon and find others with some story to tell yes. and some knowledge to transfer. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And actually... Um, I had a great chat this year, not that long ago, actually, with um, Amanda Owen, the Yorkshire Shepherdess. And that was really fascinating because you think you have knowledge about her because you've seen her on the telly. But actually, you realise that there's so much more to her than you see on telly and that she is so much more down to earth than you might expect from somebody with a, in a position like that. And, um, was she not stuffing up... porridge in her face? As she, she yeah, was she was eating porridge. She was, she was literally <laughs> sitting on the sofa that you see on telly, eating porridge for breakfast, and we just had a good old natter. I've never set myself up to be a domestic goddess. I mean, you're looking at me on the screen now, and I'm kind of looking behind me. I think there's a discarded wetsuit. There looks to be some sort of supermarket trolley basket thing that's full of wood in the corner over there. There's an, a sleeping itchy dog that looks like it's rolled in something. <laughs> but you know what? We're, we're happy and we're getting on with it. She was even more down to earth than I had anticipated. And we just had a great chat about, well, sheep and livestock and horses, her new book uh, and recipes and hearty recipes and feeding your family for, you know, not much money, trying to be economical. And we talked quite a bit about women in agriculture as well, because I think she probably doesn't call herself a, a, an icon or an influencer, but I think she she is really, and she's certainly doing great things for agriculture and for the for the the role that women play in agriculture. Women are not just the other halves of the farmers. In many cases, they're doing it themselves, um, and I think that's kind of important, really important to highlight too. It's interesting, isn't it, Dave? You you'll have some idea of of sort of listener stats and what have you, but I like to hope that our listeners enjoy the variety because, you know, we might have someone like Amanda Owen one week and then the next week it could be 
what am I looking for? Hard hitting or just last week, Monty? Yeah, last we, week we had Not James Porter. Anyway. Yeah, James yeah. Porter talking about the real concerns facing the fruit growing industry in Scotland. Yeah. I think it's pretty much guaranteed there'll be empty tunnels next year. If you want there to be any production at all, people need to start taking a serious look at how they're going to support it. That goes from retailers to government to unions to everyone. So, yeah, it's definitely a full-blown crisis now. And actually, I'm really pleased we were able to do that. I'm really pleased we were able to shine a light on what is a clear and present concern. And I'd love to ensure that we really keep on at that in yeah. 2023 we yeah. keep looking at the challenges the 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 belt tightening the 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 innovation because you know as we've said before in the podcast tough times make for better farmers uh, we need to really celebrate those people and champion them and, and and find the people in you know rural industries in scotland that have got the solutions to this incredibly tough period that not just farming, but everybody's in just at the moment. Yeah, I, I mean, one of the, the more recent um, episodes I can think of that I hope sort of did that for listeners, um, I certainly had a very interesting chat, was with Denise Walton from the Nature Friendly Farming Network. And, you know, Denise was just such a, a mine of positivity, information, just thought-provoking stuff. Unless you bring a function back to our landscapes and as farmers we can do that to, to the areas that we farm we're not going to do things like cycle carbon or cycle nitrogen properly and effectively the most important thing there is organic matter and hey guess what produces the most amazing organic matter but cows that graze walk organic matter into the ground and then poo on the ground allowing people like that the chance to to have their voice to to kick around the serious issues to talk about some of the answers i think if we can continue to do that but but going back to for example the james porter episode yes there are people out there with serious concerns serious issues serious challenges i'm not going to use the word problems because it's all a challenge isn't it serious challenges to face up to and you know if we can maybe make that a theme in 2023 to bring more of those to the fore and then also maybe look at some of the potential solutions yeah we can't just wring our hands and no, say isn't no, this awful no, no no but but farming is a what what's the way best way to put it it's such a multifaceted thing that we're never going to sit here and or go out onto farm and speak to people that have all the answers um and and can tell people exactly how to solve and meet these challenges but if we can if we can maybe open our listeners' ears a little bit with some potential innovation, some potential new thoughts, then I hope we're doing a good job. But as Monty's touched on, it's the sponsors that really help to make this happen. Because if you think about it, you know, I travel to Aberdeenshire. Um, Dave spends at least a full day editing episodes of this podcast. So that's all time and money it costs us a lot of money to produce this podcast and um and yet it's also delivering 
good. Um, so this is, I suppose, an, an unashamed plea to other Gillespie McAndrews out there or similar companies. We've had great there support. There's only one also. Gillespie McAndrew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course. Um, we have also had support this year from Sofetra and Harrison and Hetherington. Is that right, Monty? And we've yep. got an episode coming in the new year that's going to be sponsored by Horse Licks. Um, but we'd love more sponsors. It's not contact us, please, because it's not as expensive as I think that you might think it is to, to support I us think and you think help. I think that you um, think it is. Yeah. So is that what it is? Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> Can't believe it's not I'm running a Ferrari, etc., etc. <laughs> but really, you know, etc., etc. Sofitra, etc. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, we really do, you know, for us to continue to these journeys and continue to tell these stories and continue to investigate some of the, the, the issues that need to be investigated, we need to fund this podcast. It is unfortunately or fortunately that black and white but you're not just giving us money you're getting your name out there to the people who are listening and and, you know we get every day we get upwards well above 100 listeners every day who are listening to something for 40 minutes or more you know you can reach potential customers through social media, you can reach them through an advert in the paper, you can reach them through an e-newsletter. And these are all very valid. And we've, in fact, used them ourselves. But the only way really to get in front of people for a solid and very concentrated and very loyal 40 minutes is either to see them in person or to reach them through a podcast. So unless you can organise a conference every single day of the year to which 100 dedicated people attend and hear your messaging, the next best thing is to get involved and sponsor our podcast. And it's, it's to me, it's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I, I, Gillespie McAndrew have had quite a number of punts this episode, but, you know, they deserve it because <laughs> yes. not only have they been absolutely superb at um, helping us out with the costs and, and and helping us pay for the for all the things we need to do to keep the podcast running and keep the podcast high quality which is important we, yes we didn't want to make yeah. it we didn't want to make it yeah my ferrari we didn't <laughs> yeah. want to make it a, a rubbish <laughs> podcast that nobody <laughs> listens to um but also the other thing about Gillespie McAndrew, I think this is really important, is that they just get it you know mm-hmm. they they understand what it is that we're about you know you might not not everybody will be aware that they are the legal firm that provide free to the point of use the uh, the kind of legal helpline for NFU Scotland. You know, so they mm-hmm. they are embedded in rural Scotland. They understand the need for the the connection, the community, and the what was the phrase you used earlier, Monty? Knowledge transfer. Knowledge uh, transfer. You know, and, yeah. and and actually, that's what we're looking for. You've learned not, that, Dave. That not, knowledge transfer right, yeah, at work. <laughs> um, we're not looking for people with big checkbooks. We're looking for people who just get it and who want to be yeah. part of that shared mission and uh, and share those values that we've got. I think that's really important. And I'm also going to do a bit of a plug another plug actually and and I'm not comfortable plugging anything really so this is a bit out of character now obviously we we think that On Farm is the best rural podcast um and the stats kind of show that too. Can um, I say my bit about the stats? I've got my rehearsed line. Yeah. Can I put my rehearsed line in now? <laughs> yeah, I've in a minute. I've heard this so many times. I'll take a breath, good. Monty, and then yeah. you can. Big deep breath. Um, but Everybody what I was going to say, what I was going to say is that actually there are other podcasts out there, and there are people who are looking to improve their own podcast skills. Um, so it's probably worth noting that if you want to. 
if you have a podcast or you want to improve your own podcasting skills, you should give us a call because Dave and I, or in particular Dave, Dave and I have already delivered some um, some what we think and the feedback suggested was was pretty good training for for other people on on how podcasting, how important podcasting is and how it should be added to the marketing mix. So again, that's something else that we can help with. We don't have to always be talking about on farm and I always think it's like cheese you know you don't have to just eat one cheese you're far better off with a cheese board so oh, yeah, um, especially this time listen yeah. yeah indeed right. listen are, to are, lots of podcasts yeah. are you quite Monty's finished? itchy are you quite finished I, uh, <laughs> go on Monty well you see so here we go on farm Scotland's food agriculture and rural matters podcast is benchmarking in the top 2% of 2.8 million podcasts globally. And all you have to do, you don't have to just take my word for this, is go onto a website called listennotes.com, which is actually a really good website with 2.8 million podcasts to browse through. Going back to what Anna said, there are other podcasts available. We are benchmarking in the top 2% of that. I can't believe it. I keep saying it because it just seems unreal to me, but we are doing that and... That's what you can be part of if you come on board. So there you are. That's my line said. Indeed. And as I said before, it's it's directly into people's cars or living rooms or bathrooms, if that's your thing, to listen to a podcast in the bath. It's not just something that they're flicking through whilst they're having their lunch or a quick scroll mess social media post that they see for five seconds and then it disappears this is 40 minutes that people are dedicating to listening to this because they want to and i think that's really important as well i'll tell you what though today isn't 40 minutes so we're going to wrap up we're going to start uh, yes just quickly um what are we looking forward to we've touched on a couple of things that we're looking forward to next year what else um i've got i think three episodes actually that i'm we're soon to be creating to broadcast early next year with Scottish Land and Estates. They had their Helping It Happen awards in the autumn and so we're going to be chatting to hopefully all nine, if we can get them all available at the right place at the right time, all nine of the winners of those awards um, and they vary from um, educational programs, the Be Your Best Self program, which I'm involved in as a winner, to Golden Eagle um, projects and a whole host of different things. So that's going to be a, a mini series in the new year. And we've got the grass sickness one, which I mentioned, and everything else totally slipped my mind. So, But we do have a spreadsheet, don't we? Yeah, a spreadsheet. <laughs> I've got two lined up um, that I want to look at in terms of rural careers and employment. One of them is, I think... Kind of the plans are all afoot. Um, I'm going to be looking at rural apprenticeships, rural careers. And that's and supported by the Scottish government, isn't it? That yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, hopefully. And um, also with potentially a, another sponsor coming on board for that. Um, I've also got another one, which is a bit of a, a pet project of mine, um, the Scottish Racing Academy, which is about encouraging people to to look at the, the racing industry um, as a career and getting young people involved. And a special plea from Monty for Christmas. We need a sponsor for that one. So if anyone's out there listening and wants to be involved, give us a shout because we've got this really great story to tell and we just need a sponsor for that one. Um there's a few others lined up. There's a hard-hitting one I want to do about um, mental health. We've, we've touched on mental health um, quite often in the programme. It's something that, we, that we're that we keen to promote, you know, keep talking. 
there's potentially a good one coming up as well, um, just as a teaser about a big event um, in Scotland's rural calendar for next year. But I'll leave that hanging just now. Well, is it the one I'm thinking of? Is it the one you're thinking of? Is it of, the Dave? one I'm thinking of? Like, is it, it's not a big secret. It's on social media. I'm what? so excited about what? this summer the Golden Shears International Shearing Competition coming to the Highlands show. I was already thinking of that. Okay, but fine. Go that's ahead. Fine. But that's that's one of, I'm I mean I I mean I can't I mean, I'm really hoping we can cover that cuz I want to Dave has already watched Dave's already WhatsApped Alan Laidlaw the chief executive Absolutely. of the Highland Society to, to make sure he can get a front seat uh front row seat for that one. That's going to be amazing. It will be um really good that one. Yeah, really interesting. I had I no I I'll dangle a carrot. I had another one um, that that I'm thinking of, but anyway, we're not. I can't go too far into that just now. Um, but no, twenty twenty. We are not pod fading in twenty twenty three. We're going to be no, going no. strong in twenty twenty three. But we are taking a break. We're taking a break over Christmas yep. and the New Year. So it's going to be a few weeks now until we're back with with new episodes. In case you hadn't already realised, we tend to stick roughly to the school term time. We've all got kids. It just makes sense. You know, a lot of people are busy in the holidays, so it made sense. So so more or less, you can expect a new episode every Monday during term time, um, depending on which area you live in. But that kind of is roughly roughly the rule of thumb. One more Some plug terms from are me longer than before others. we go. Well, indeed, they are. Yeah. Another plug from me. God, I'm really getting to the swing of it now. Um the On Farm Academy, I wanted to do a quick plug for that, please. Um, if you or any of your teams um, in the organisation or company that you work for feel um, lost, confused, behind the times or whatever when it comes to social media, Monty's got his hand up, definitely. All three of those things, Monty, or just one? <laughs> When it comes to social media primarily, you must check out the On Farm Academy. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes uh, to it um, because effectively it's it's pre-recorded, downloadable training. Um, each session only takes approximately 45 minutes of your time and you can do a course on, for example... Um, Instagram reels if you if you've heard that reels are the things that, that you must be doing on Instagram which they are but you've no idea how to do it then you can listen to the sultry tones of Pam who's from our team telling you all about how to do, do it for best effect and we're so we've need got that before, several before the new year are we um, we're going to need to learn our reels before the new year well yes you will Monty yeah get your comfy shoes on <laughs> that's how much Monty knows about social media folks um <laughs> We, so, we did a um, so check out with Pam, didn't she? We so did. Pam primer, was amazing. Kind of yeah. yeah. So check out the link in the show notes, and you can head in and um, uh, choose from a whole range of different training. Um, so uh, something th- that could while away the evenings um, over Christmas or whenever. But um, yeah, go and check it out. Um, I think that's. I made a list of things I wanted to mention, and I think that's me done. So you can, I can hand over to somebody else now. So, on that note. Is it a happy Christmas from us? And best wishes for 2023. Oh, absolutely, yes. Whatever you're doing or wherever you are, um, yeah, have a great Christmas and New Year. Happy Christmas, one and all. Thank Indeed, you very much yes. for being thank with us. Thank you for listening. In, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, 2022. Absolutely. And um, we'll catch you 
middle of January. On the flip side, I thought you were going to say. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. (laughs) See you on the other side. (laughs) So that's it from us, and bye for now. Bye-bye.